episode number 105 it's going to be released probably a day late it's just been kind of a busy week and a busy weekend i adopted a cat which anybody who knows me knows that i don't uh, like cats but um my son really just kind of wanted a pet that he could you know pet and snuggle and love on and all that and uh, I'm just not really equipped to take care of a dog right now so since cats are uh, a little more low maintenance in the sense that you can kinda you know leave the apartment for a while if you need to because they can just go use the litter box they don't have to be let outside and stuff so yes I decided to suck it up and get my boy a cat for Christmas so even though it's early went ahead and found a good one so uh, just brought the cat home this weekend and uh, he is really um, taking his time you know adjusting and everything so he's a bit skittish and meowing a lot and such so if you hear any of that in the background it's uh, it's yeah it's the new cat anyways it kind of delayed me from getting to uh, recording this but uh, I am forging on all right we're gonna kick things off here out of the USA out of uh, Florida the lovely death metal scene from Florida. This band formed in 89. Of course, they existed as Amen um, in the early days and then changed their name to Deicide. Deicide's always kind of hit and miss with me. I think for the most part, the lyrics are pretty stupid. Um, the debut was great. Uh, Once Upon the Cross was great. And then everything since then has just kind of been hit and miss with me. Um, Pretty much every album has some really good songs on it. I just don't find myself listening to their albums start to finish that much. Um, the most recent one, Overtures of Blasphemy, I thought was really good. That's probably one of my favorite ones they've done in a long time. Um, but you'll find on this episode, there's several songs that I basically chose for the episode because I was in Seattle. Uh, visiting a friend of mine and a former bandmate of mine and uh, just talking music and having beers and stuff like that at night we would just get to talking about certain bands or he would show me certain bands and certain songs and there was a few there that I hadn't heard that um, I decided I wanted to put on this episode so I was kind of joking that this episode is kind of partially curated by my friend Dave um, but yeah we were talking D aside and he uh, he had mentioned liking some stuff off of uh, some of these albums that had Jack Owen on guitar and um, so it kind of prompted me to revisit some of those records and um, in listening to 2013's In the Minds of Evil which is their 11th album out of 12 so far um, this one stuck out to me as a, as a favorite, really catchy song. Um, I liked it a lot, and it turns out it is one of Jack Owen's tunes, one of the ones that he wrote. So, um, 
yes, this came out in 2013 through Century Media, and uh, the one prior, which was called uh, Till Death Do Us Part, um, I thought was was pretty good. Um, was that the one prior? Now that I think about it, I think To Hell With God might have been in between there. But yeah, Till Death Do Us Part was good, To Hell With God was good, um, but this one I think is the best of, uh, of that kind of trio of albums. Uh, and then, like I said, the newest one, uh, Overtures of Blasphemy, I think is excellent. But uh, anywho, let's get it rolling here off of 2013's In the Minds of Evil. This is Deicide with Between the Flesh and the Void.
Alright, that was Deicide with Between the Flesh and the Void. Great song. Um, to me, it's it sounds kind of very typical of Jacko, and really the riffs are never super complicated, but they're just really well-structured and well-executed. Um, Alright, we're jumping to Australia here, out of Melbourne. This band originally existed from 04 to 2010, and then had a, a couple years uh, hiatus there, and, and reformed in 2012, and they're still going now. The band is Nocturnal Graves, and uh, my friend Dave was kind of uh, busting my balls whenever I do the, on Facebook, every Friday, I will kind of make a post that I call my New Music Friday post, and it's basically, I just kind of check and see what cool metal albums are coming out that day, and I'll post them just so people don't miss out, because I kept seeing that with friends of mine, um, you know, some album will have been out for three, four months, and then... I might post a video from it or a song from it and they'll say, whoa, I had no idea that this band even released anything new. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to try and, and combat that a little bit and post uh, New Music Fridays. And this is a band that I just kind of never came across. So like several times in the last couple of months, he would say, uh, you forgot Nocturnal Graves. They released a new single. And, and then the last one, he said, I'm beginning to think that you're intentionally forgetting nocturnal graves and I'm, i was like i'm not i swear i'm just i never come across it i never see it anywhere but um but yeah i'm not super familiar with their their first three records uh here but their their newest one is going to be coming out january 7th uh, of next year it's called an outlaw's stand and they've released a couple of singles off of it and uh, i've listened to those singles and they're really good it's very like blackened thrash blackened speed metal type stuff uh which i am i'm all about and uh so yeah this is going to be their fourth album and it'll be their first one uh in four years coming out through season of mist so this is the uh first single i believe that they released off of it i think the second one was called death to pigs but uh here we go off of their upcoming album and outlaws stand this is nocturnal graves with command for conflict Please. 
I do laugh at that explosion at the end just because it uh, does not sound uh, even remotely realistic, but it's still charming somehow. <laughs> now, that's really cool stuff. That was Nocturnal Graves with Command for Conflict, and again, that album is called An Outlaw's Stand coming out on uh, January 7th. All right, we're going to Finland here. This is a three-piece band that's been around since 2014 called Morgal. Uh, there are bands called Morgul, M-O-R-G-U-L, uh, but this is Morgal, M-O-R-G-A-L, so don't get confused. But yes, this is a black metal, kind of fast and furious black metal from Finland. Uh, they just released their debut full length on October 29th of this year called Nightmare Lord, came out through Werewolf Records. Um... As I said, they formed in 2014. They've only really done EPs up to this point, so they did one in 2015, 17, and 18, and then finally releasing the uh, full length uh, this year. But it's pretty cool. Um, there's there's some very cold guitar tones. Um, I like this guy's vocal delivery. I kind of wish he had a little more dynamics to his voice. He kind of only has one voice that he uses, but, uh, but it's good. It's fitting with the music. But... Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool stuff. It doesn't let up very much. There is kind of a slower uh, section towards the end of this song, which is cool. It's good to kind of change up the tempo a little bit. But uh, but yes, who doesn't love some good black metal from Finland? So off of the debut album Nightmare Lord, this is Morgal with Nightmare Lord.
There we go. That was Morgal from Finland. I really like that closing section. It's a nice uh, change of pace from the rest of the song. Uh, yes, that was the song Nightmare Lord off of their debut album of the same name. Pretty cool. All right, jumping to Sweden here. This is another one that was um, shown to me by my friend Dave. I feel like I had heard of the band but never really listened before. Um, but he kind of enlightened me on their backstory a little bit, so I uh, listened to a few, not all of the albums, but I listened to a few of the albums in the discography and kind of honed in on one that I liked the best. The band is called Nominon, and they're from Sweden, and they existed from 93 to 2015, so when they first formed, they were kind of right there in the mix where, where all the action was happening <laughs> in Sweden at, back in the 90s. But, um... Cat, what are you doing? Um, but yes, 93 to 2015, and then they reformed in 2018, and they're still going now. There's only one original member left. Um, a lot of the albums that they did kind of in the later years have a real punchy, thick production, and I'm actually uh, playing something off of their most recent one called The Cleansing. came out in 2012. It's their fifth album total, and they haven't done anything since, so this remains their newest uh, album, but it shows that they're still an active band. Uh, but this album, The Cleansing, came out 2012 through Deathgasm Records, and the reason I like this one is because of the production. Uh, it's got a much more kind of filthy production, and I think it just suits the material, and it gives it kind of a more old-school uh, feel to it, but uh, they definitely kind of have that Swedish sound just kind of in their blood, you know, it's it's just rooted in their in their music, but uh, they're a little bit different. They kind of remind me of Grave in that sense. Um, they don't sound like Grave per se, but Grave always kind of was slightly against the grain from your other, you know, Entombed and Dismembered bands like that. Um, and Nominon kind of is doing the same thing here, where you can definitely tell they're a Swedish death metal band, but they're just a little, little something different to their sound. But yes, love the production on this one. So here we go, off of 2012's The Cleansing. This is Nominon with Hell Witch.
Bright. That was Nominon from Sweden with Hell Witch. That's a really cool record, and like I said, the production just uh, suits that material really well, and it just gives it kind of that nice, dirty, old-school feel to it. Um, okay, we're going to Germany here. <laughs> Two-piece band. has uh, been around since '09. And the band is called Streams of Blood, and I had heard of them and never really checked them out. They've released four records now at this point. They did one in 2011, 2013, 2017, and then this most recent one in 2020 called Erlo Song, and that came out in October 2020 through Rising Nemesis Productions. And it's pretty cool. It's kind of a beefy, <laughs> beefy black metal. It's got, it's got kind of a thick production. Uh, kind of an interesting guitar distortion here on this record, but um, but it's cool. It's quality stuff, and uh, it makes me want to check out the uh, the three albums that came out before this one because I did uh, find myself enjoying this one kind of more than I expected. But um, yeah, I'm, that's really all I'm going to say because I don't know a ton of this band's background, so I don't really want to talk out my ass here. So off of 2020's Erlo Song, this is Streams of Blood with Declaration.
Alright, it cuts off there. That was Streams of Blood from Germany with Declaration. That's a really cool record. Um, I, uh, I suggest you check it out if you haven't heard it. I love the little kind of Gorgoroth um, beats in there. Some of the drum beats are very reminiscent of some of the earlier Gorgoroth records. Um, Alright, we're going to Bergen, Norway here. One of my favorite bands ever. Been around since 95. The band is Borknagar. I've played Borknagar on the show uh, a few times, and I'm going to play something off of their debut because they recently just did a very thorough remastering of the entire record and re-released it. Um, the re-release just came out maybe a week or two ago. I mean, it's really recent. Um, the album originally came out in August of 96. It's just their self-titled debut. Uh, they're up to 11 records now which is pretty impressive, but, uh, so yeah, I believe this re-release was done through Century Media, but the uh, original release was done through Malicious Records, and it was a pretty cool lineup they had, uh, they had Ivar Bjornsson from Enslaved doing keyboards, and they had Infernus from Gorgoroth doing, uh, bass, I believe, and of course Grimm, or Eric, whatever you want to call him, uh, of course, a lot of people know him from his stint, uh, with Immortal and with Gorgoroth, and uh, but yeah, he did several albums with Borknagar. And the cat is rubbing against the mic stand. Cat, what are you doing? And um, yeah, this is my future, I guess, forever. Um, but yes, this remaster actually sounds really good. I thought it was going to be a remix and remaster, um, which got me kind of excited there, but it ended up just being a remaster. But uh, even though it's not remixed, the remaster still sounds uh, sounds very good, so this was definitely the roughest production that they ever had, so if any album of theirs was deserving of a remaster, it is this one. Probably followed by Quintessence, because that one kind of sounded pretty thin uh, in the finished product, but that's a whole other conversation. But Anywho, off of their 1996 debut, the remastered version, this is Borknagar with Fandens Alheim, which I believe translates roughly to, like, the realm of the devil or something like that.
That was Borknagar with Fandens Alheim. Great song from a great record. Um, one of my favorite debuts ever. Um, and that remaster sounds great. So um, if you're a fan of that band and that record, I suggest you check out that remastered version. It is out there on Spotify. Uh, all right, we are going to Sweden here. This band uh, formed in 93, and they're not active, but there's no real exact time that they stopped working together. They never really broke up. It just kind of fizzled out. But the band is called The Moaning, and this is one that uh, my friend Dave turned me on to. And it won't be the last one on this episode where I say that, but um, yeah, they only released one record called Blood From Stone, uh, they did a demo in 94, but this album uh, was their only album. came out in 97 through No Fashion Records. And it's a masterpiece, really. I mean, it's it's fantastic. It's right there with, like, Dissection and Dawn and bands like that. Um, you know, Sacramentum that are just kind of doing that melodic, blackened, kind of thrashy death metal. It's kind of all of that thrown together, but there's a really great sense of melody um, and just great lead guitar work. The riffs are excellent. Uh, the production's excellent on this record. The cover art is excellent. The band's logo is excellent. So it's just uh, a real gem stuck there in the 90s, and then they just never released anything else after that, and it's a real shame. But I checked the, um, the members just to see kind of what they have done since and stuff like that, and there's really no... I don't recognize them. I don't recognize those names or the bands that they went into subsequently after they stopped doing uh, the moaning. But it's just—it's just a weird, <laughs> a weird thing in the Swedish scene that just kind of existed for a short time and then kind of just fizzled away. But um, this is a great record, so if you haven't heard it, uh, check it out. So, from 1997's *Blood from Stone*, this is the moaning with *Dreams in Black*.
There we have it. That was The Moaning from Sweden with Dreams in Black. Yes, that is excellent stuff. Uh, very glad that Dave showed me that. Um, okay, let's move it along here to the Ukraine. This band, I actually wasn't aware, had called it quits. Um, they existed from 05 to 2016. That band is Blood of Kingu. Features all the members of Drutk, in addition to uh, a couple others. I think it was a five-piece, this band. But uh, it was death metal, but it was really kind of epic death metal. Really dark and thick production. Uh, very bass-heavy. Um, the vocals were always kind of very low. Not, not just in their tone, but just in the mix as well. The vocals were definitely not like the focal point of any of their albums. But... Um, but yeah, they just kind of had this great atmosphere to the music, very dark. And, um, I mean, a lot of these bands from the Ukraine really just have a, a way of just nailing that kind of a, of a vibe in their music anyways. But, um, but yeah, they only released three albums. Um, I'm going to play something off of the most recent, which is one that I kind of slept on. I did like the first two records quite a bit. And when this one came out, um, it just kind of passed me by. I did check it out maybe once, all, you know, start to finish, and never really uh, revisited after that so um, but when I did again recently I didn't like it still as much as the first two but I still like this record uh, there's some really good songs on it I'm gonna play one that I enjoy quite a bit the record is called uh, Dark Star on the Right Horn of the Crescent Moon came out in 2014 through Season of Mist and as I said it was their third and final record so yes, enjoy some nice Ukrainian darkness here. This is Blood of Kingu with Sigil of the Watcher.
we go. That was Blood of Kingu from the Ukraine with Sigil of the Watcher. Really, really cool atmosphere in that song and on that record and on all their records for that matter. But uh, if you're like me and you kind of slept on this one, um, I suggest you go back and check it out for sure. Okay, we're going to Vienna, Austria here. And this is another one that my friend Dave showed me a music video for while I was visiting a couple weeks ago. And I had never even heard of the band. You know, that happens a lot where I've heard of them but never checked them out or whatever. But this is one that I just straight up never even heard of. And um, he showed me a music video and I thought not only was the video cool but the song was great. And it prompted me to check out um, all their albums. So over the last two weeks on Spotify I've listened to, uh, to all three. And um, this newest one is definitely my favorite. So the band is called Theotoxin. Uh, five piece it's been around since 2016 and uh, maybe that's why I haven't heard of them because because they're kind of new you know fairly new but um, their new one called fragment and I'm gonna do my best with that second word Erdhabenheit is the secondary title there uh, came out in September of last year of 2020 through AOP records so that's their third one. They put one out in 2017 and 18, and then this one in 2020 is uh, the newest. Has some really cool cover art as well, but uh, one interesting fact with uh, this band is that each album actually features a different uh, vocalist. So, I, and I thought so. Like, I, I listened to the albums first and then thought that the vocals were sounding a bit different, and then whenever I went and did some research here, I saw that, sure enough, there was a different vocalist on each record. So uh, this newest guy... Uh, it's probably my favorite because he tries to throw in some different voices. He tries a more dynamic approach. He does this kind of shouty voice that while it's not my favorite voice, um, I can respect what he's doing. You know, the fact that he's he's using that voice as a change of pace uh, just to kind of, as I said, keep the vocals a little more dynamic. And I think that it does pay off. Um, but yeah, the production on this new one is fantastic. Um, the songs are just better. They're just getting better with each release. Um, you know, I've, I've only listened to these albums once each all the way through, but just even with those one, one listen a piece, I can tell that uh, the songwriting and everything is getting much more streamlined and, and mature songwriting and more, uh, they're just getting better at what they do pretty much. But, um, yes, I'm going to play this song. I suggest you check out the music video for it as well on YouTube because it's uh, it's pretty awesome and it suits the music really nicely. So, off of their third album, Fragment Erhabenheit, this is Theotoxin with Golden Tomb.
There we go. That was Theotoxin from Austria with Golden Tomb. Yeah, it's really, really cool stuff. This newest album is uh, is definitely the, the best of the bunch, so I suggest you check it out. Speaking of new albums, I'm going to play something uh, very new. Actually, uh, the album is listed as coming out on November 25th, but it's already it's out. Like, I don't know if it was a mistake or what, but uh, it came out um, last week, so I've been listening to it. The band is Hordum Rife from Trondheim, Norway. Uh, been around since 2014. It's a two-piece, and I actually didn't realize until recently. I knew that uh, the drummer by the stage name of Vil, V-Y-L, um, was in the band, but I assumed he was the drummer. <laughs> I assumed he just drummed for Hordum Rife. Uh, come to find out that it's basically his baby, and he plays like everything on it, basically. Um, <clears throat> almost everything on it. He plays multiple instruments on it and does the vocals. So I had no idea that he was capable of that, so that's pretty cool. But um, they haven't released anything in three years, so this... Uh, well, I, I shouldn't say haven't released anything. They haven't released a full length in three years, but they've done uh, an EP, I believe, in between here. So, um, But yes, this new record is called Winds of Wrath, and that's coming out through Territor Possessions. And, uh, yeah, like I said, it's supposed to be coming out November 25th, but it's already it's already out there. Maybe the physical copies aren't for sale until the 25th, but uh, at least digitally it's out there on Spotify right now if you want to check it out. But it's good. Uh, much like I was saying about Theotoxin, uh, Hordum Rife is another one of those bands that seems to be getting better with each uh, subsequent release. Um, just seems to be more cohesive of a bunch of songs. And it's just a better overall, you know, start to finish listening experience. And uh, there's just kind of a elevated confidence level, I think, as well in their performances. Uh, they're kind of at the top of their game right now. So off of their new third album, Winds of Wrath, this is Hordum Rife with Gospel of Hate.
Alright, that was Hordum Rife from Trondheim, Norway with Gospel of Hate. Um, let's move on to the Netherlands here. This is a band that I actually had never even heard of before. Uh, been around since 2017. Features the former bass player of God Dethroned, who played with God Dethroned for several records. And now he has moved on to this band. The band is called Burial Remains. And uh, they've only put out a couple of records up to this point, but it is absolutely um, just straightforward, quintessential Dutch death metal. Um, they kind of have a style all their own, the Dutch, and it's kind of hard to put your finger on because there's definitely elements of the Stockholm, you know, Swedish death metal style. Uh, but there's also some hints of like the German death metal bands in there. And, uh, but yeah, they, they just kind of have a little blend of all of that in there. But, um, yes, this is a good band, and this, I haven't heard the debut, but I really liked this second album. What drew me in with this was the album cover. Like I've said before, sometimes it just pays to have a really kick-ass album cover, because then I will see it and think it looks awesome, and it will make me check out your music. <laughs> so... Sometimes you have a cool cover and some really crappy music, but uh, sometimes like this you have a cool cover and the music uh, backs it up. So yes, this most recent record came out in September of 2020. It's called Spawn of Chaos. It's their second record. It came out through Raw Skulls Records. And like I said, it's just very straightforward but very well executed Dutch death metal. And uh, there's really not much more to say. You know exactly what you're going to get. So... Off of the album Spawn of Chaos, this is Burial Remains with Swallowed by Sulphur.
that was burial remains from the netherlands i'm sure you see exactly what i mean very straightforward going for the jugular um tons tons of distortion on those guitars um <laughs> i always think of the first uh massacre record from beyond and it always kind of makes me laugh because it's just like they cranked everything all the way up on whatever the hell distortion pedal rick ross was using but um it kind of reminds me of that uh, all right, we are moving on to the USA out of New Jersey slash Pennsylvania. I think they're all kind of from, you know, the border area next to each other, the members of this band. Uh, it's a two-piece band, been around since 2012, called Duskmorn. And if you would have asked me, I would have guessed that they were European, uh, most definitely. Just from their sound, it's not really something typical of uh, the USA. But uh, yes, this is one that that I have been listening to a lot lately and I've just found them to be a really inspiring band um, stylistically and there's uh, I'm getting a lot of inspiration from bands like this when I'm just kinda working on new material these days um, it's kinda of falling into this kinda of same melodic vibe so yes I've been enjoying this band a lot their older material um, is probably a little more black metal-ish, I guess. Um, not so much production-wise or anything like that, but just more of the the uh, the riffing and things like that. It's a little less folky and melodic, you know, uh, as they've progressed um, from each album. There's kind of more folky elements uh, being included in there, but it's certainly not, you know, folk metal or whatever you want to call it. Um, it's kind of basically melodic black death metal that just has some folky elements in it and I just think they do it really well and it's a shame because when I was doing some research here uh, for this I see that they're unsigned and they've been releasing everything independently basically and uh, all their stuff is on Spotify so I suggest you check it out and uh, since they're unsigned I also suggest you check out their uh, Bandcamp page and actually purchase this music or purchase some merch and support the band um, but yes this newest one that just came out in June of this year it's their third album called Fallen Kings and Rusted Crowns this one was also released independently and it sounds great I mean the this is definitely the most melodic of their albums so far but um, I just really like what they've been doing on every record this one included so uh, yes, can't recommend it enough. So off of the new album, Fallen Kings and Rusted Crowns, this is Dusk Morn with Among the Ruins.
There we go. That was Duskmorn from the USA with Among the Ruins. That is really excellent stuff, and uh, that is most definitely deserving of, of being signed. I hope that they can kind of find a label home if they even want one. They might enjoy the freedom of just releasing stuff independently. Who knows? Um, all right, it is that time. I need to announce the final song of the episode. Um, I, of course, want to thank all of you guys for listening and for telling other people about the show. If you want to tell someone where they can listen, they can listen online at bloodandfireradio.podbean.com or listen on the free Podbean app. And, of course, the entire catalog of episodes, both old and new, is all on Spotify, so you can find it there and follow it. Uh, Any sort of feedback, requests... Um, hate mail, whatever you want, you can email me at bloodandfireradio at gmail.com. And of course, please find and like the Facebook page because uh, any sort of news regarding new episodes or poll questions for you guys, the listeners, or just me asking kind of what, uh, what themed episode you might want in the future, stuff like that, all that's going to be posted on the Facebook page. So please find the Facebook page and like it. All right. I made it. The cat got tired and is tuckered out on the chair, so no more um, bumping into mic stands and getting tangled in cables and such. Ah, cats, man. Damn cats. Never thought ever that I would own one, but here we are. Kids will make you do things that you didn't think you would ever do, so my boy will love this cat, so what's a guy to do? Okay, so let's finish strong here. This band is from Geneva, Switzerland, been around since 2016. I'm not entirely certain of the pronunciation, so I'm going to pronounce it Conbard, and that's C-A-N, but the A has a little, you know, symbol thing over the top of it, not one that I see used often, and then Bard is just B-A-R-D-D. Um, but yes, this band, uh, it shows that they're signed to Northern Silence Productions, but, uh, their records seem to show that they're being released independently, so maybe they're freshly signed, I'm not sure. But I'm gonna play something off of their newest one that just came out, and I think I came across this on a Facebook group, um, it may have just been like a black metal Facebook group that somebody shared like a YouTube video leading to one of the songs off of this and I had never heard of the band or the song or anything so I checked it out and thought it was really cool and checked out the rest of the record and thought it was actually pretty great and pretty unique um, the album is called Devoured by the Oak which is a great title it has a great cover um, and as I said that came out on uh, November 12th it's their third album overall and it says released independently I'm not sure if Northern Silence Productions is going to actually release some uh, physical copies of this or something but I went ahead and just downloaded the digital um, like purchased the digital album from their Bandcamp. but um, it's really cool I mean it's it's black metal but it's very epic and it's very melodic and uh, but it's still very intense and there's some real kind of traditional instruments being used kind of kind of in the background. You still notice them, you know they're there, but uh, that's not really like the main focus of their sound. But um, a lot of variety on this album as well, tempo-wise, instrument-wise. Um, but this one is kind of one of the more intense and exciting songs on the record. So, uh, so don't judge the entire album by this one song because there is a lot of different stuff going on on this album. But I, I suggest you check it out. I haven't heard the first two. I need to go back and listen to those. 
uh, but this new album, I'm definitely glad I bought it. So, uh, all right, everybody. Sorry, I am releasing this a day late. Hopefully, you can forgive me for that, and uh, I expect to be on time with the next one. So uh, we got Thanksgiving coming up for all the American uh, audience out there. So happy Thanksgiving to everyone. And I'll be back with episode 106 in two weeks. So cheers, everybody. This is Con Bard with Autumn Shore. Wow!